science. Unmistakable tones of Stefani Germanola, better known to us as Lady Gaga, oh, oh. <laughs> from uh, from the film Star Is Born. Yeah, have you seen Star Is Born? No, I haven't. No, no. Oh, very good, very good. Well, I I don't know why, but I'm a big fan of Lady. Well, I say I don't know why. She's a fan- fantastic performer and singer. Um, but uh, yeah, I love that. Um, and uh, you are listening to uh, Love and Science, not the Lady Gaga Appreciation Society. <laughs> uh, and uh, as uh, usual, uh, I'm joined uh, by uh, Andrew Glester and uh, Josh Warren. And uh, as I said at the top, we've got a, an hour of uh, science chat, uh, science in the news, science behind the news. And um, uh, before we kick off, I just want to know if you guys have had yourselves a good good week. What about you, Josh? What's happening? Yeah, with you? I've, I've been uh, busy essay writing this week for uni. Ah. It's been uh, I'm, I'm all referenced out this week. It's the dullest process in the world. It really is. <laughs> it's not. I'm doing my tax. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there you are. Two second very only to tax. <laughs> exciting things. Yeah, oh, very good. Do you know, I, d- I didn't see A Star Is Born. I was really excited when I saw it was uh, announced, and then I realised it wasn't a documentary about how stars are made. Ah, uh, so yes. With it. So your interest levels just yeah. dropped. <laughs> oh, oh, well. Um, fun, funnily enough, I, f- I first went to uh, London. I sort of left home, went to London to go to university. Um, the last Star is Born had just come out, or was, was, was uh, everybody was going to see it, which is Barbara Streisand. Oh, yeah. So that dates me terribly. <laughs> That's absolutely dreadful. Happy birthday, by the yeah, way. Oh, thank you very much. Mark. Yes, ah, yes, indeed. <laughs> that yes. dates you as well, your birthday. Yes. Well, you know, the thing, the thing that uh, dates me is not my age, it's the age of my children. That's oh. what, yes, that's the thing. Oh, dear. Yes. They must be coming up to five or six now. Yeah, oh, yeah, easily, <laughs> easily. Yeah, they're on solid food most of the, <laughs> most of the time. Amazing, they, they make those television programmes so young, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> it is quite incredible, yes. But there we go. Uh, so... Um, We've uh, uh, had a look at what's going on in the in the science news, and th- there's these. I love these th- this particular phenomenon. We've talked about it before on the show, and uh, they're known as FRBs, which sounds like it's a roll dull story, doesn't it? <laughs> this is going to be the the FRB who's going to get you, or whatever. I was, I was thinking Thunderbirds. Oh FRB, yes, yes, or FAB, I suppose. Yes, FAB, <laughs> Thunderbirds. But this is um, uh, fast radio bursts, and uh, there's a mysterious radio signal that's been detected from deep space. I like the phrase deep space as well, mm. uh, because that sounds very mysterious. And the BBC and well, lots of people have carried this story. The one that we're particularly looking at is uh, Helen Briggs' write-up about it on the BBC website. Astronomers have revealed details of mysterious signals emanating from a distant galaxy picked up by a telescope in Canada. It's a new telescope, I think, um, or reasonably new, uh, at the uh, University of British... A team at the University of British Columbia have been uh, looking at this data. There are 13 fast radio bursts with a very unusual repeating signal. 
uh, from about one and a half billion light years away. And that that is interesting because we currently have no idea, as far as I can tell, how, w- what is making these this signal. Yeah. That's and I, I, that mystery, of course, is, <laughs> is, is intriguing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, of course, when you're looking into uh, space and the universe, there's lots of... Uh, radio noise, I suppose, that all these yeah. uh, all these telescopes are going to pick up. But it's uh, this is interesting because they found a yeah, as you say, a repeating signal. So there's a there's a, there's regularity to it, which I suppose in the uh, natural universe, and it's quite novel to find, really. So we're we're uh, wondering what's been making this uh, strange repeating yeah. radio signal. Yeah, <laughs> uh, apparently we we heard one. Um, a little while ago, the radio telescopes picked it up la- uh, last year, mm. just a few uh, uh, months ago, uh, and it's similar but from a different p- point in space. Is that right? Yes, different yeah. point in the sky. Yeah. So the 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 telescope is called the Chime Telescope. Yeah. Right? Which stands for lots of words, and yeah. uh, it's in Canada, and uh, it's it's it was turned on in uh, September last year. September 2018, and has been picking up radio signals since then. Yeah. And so, I, just to go back on fast radio bursts, yeah. what they are is, well, we don't know what's causing them, but what we pick up yeah. is uh, a very intense, very short, yeah. not wavering at all, so it doesn't go up and down at the end. It's just right. consistent yeah. radio noise across a lot, large spectrum of radio waves. Right. Uh and they come from space, but they last for milliseconds, less than milliseconds even. Wow. It's like a rap on the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But bang, bang, bang. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. But yeah. They just go on and then they're off, right? Yeah. And they come, there was one series of them that was being picked up by the Parkes Telescope back in 2015. This is a wonderful story, this one. Back in 2015, the Parkes Radio Telescope was picking up these fast radio bursts. They couldn't work out what they were. They were looking for them regularly, and they were getting them quite regularly, usually around lunchtime. Turned out it was the microwave in the canteen for <laughs> <of> the telescope. <laughs> Which is just brilliant. Yeah. But <laughs> it's a, we do actually get fast radio bursts from deep out in space. So this Chime telescope in, a, in a Canada doesn't have a microwave nearby. And uh, it's, it's, these, this telescope and the other telescope, radio telescopes around the world, have found all sorts of these fast radio... Uh, fast radio bursts, FRBs, coming from all over the sky. Chime itself can map the whole of the Northern Hemisphere yeah. and, and look out across it and, and pick up the radio bursts from across it. So we're finding that these fast radio bursts are coming from galaxies outside our own uh, Milky Way galaxy. So th- th- it's just an incredible thing, right? Yeah. Whatever it is... We don't know what it is. It's it's something new. Well, it doesn't. I don't suppose it necessarily means it's something new. It could be something that we already know exists, like a black hole. It could be black holes. Right. Okay. But it's doing something that we don't know that yeah. black holes do. If yeah. it's a black hole, yeah. it could be neutron stars doing it. Yeah. Um, now these are incredibly dense stars, aren't yeah, they? Mm, yeah, absolutely. So Not quite black holes. No. Yeah. Yeah. But it would be behaviour that we don't think of neutron stars doing. Yeah. Or it could be some completely other astronomical 
event that we don't know about, yeah. and this is the first that we're picking up on. It. Yeah. it could be that. Yeah, it could be aliens. I was going to say, could it be? Could it be a knock <laughs> on the door? I mean, this is all this is all very exciting to speculate, isn't, isn't it? it? But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever they are, they are incredibly energetic. There's yes. there's an awful lot of energy and you mean power the behind. Aliens the... <laughs> no, <laughs> these signals. There's an awful lot of power behind these signals. Yeah. I mean, it's not. We, you wouldn't want to be particularly close to the source of this. No. No, absolutely. You wouldn't yeah. want to be anywhere near a neutron star at all. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Because yeah, because they're pi- we're picking up incredibly um, intense radio bursts that have come from outside our galaxy. So yeah. that's the how intense, yeah, how strong the source travels a very long way. Yeah, yeah. yeah wow. Well, look, d- d- just raising this thing, uh, um, the, the, su- the subject of of aliens. From time to time, we talk about this because we have a bit of fun talking about science fiction stuff that we like and so on. Well, this is not a science fiction program, of course, but we we, we get the chance to talk about oh. it sometimes. <laughs> um, any excuse, uh, <laughs> but uh, any any excuse, and and. Um, uh, but 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 it, but is it an important uh, subject? We've we've um, had loads of opportunity. We've we've built some uh, amazingly uh, powerful telescopes. We've got I think is it well we hope this year the um, the, the James Webb telescope is going to go up. This is a NASA mm. telescope, which is effectively going to replace the Hubble, mm. uh, which is up there. Um, if everything goes according to plan, we're going to talk more about this, uh, what, uh, what's going on in, the, in America and science uh, a little bit later in the show, mm-hmm. um, vis-à-vis the, the government shutdown. Not much. Uh, is not much is the answer. <laughs> um, but if the James Webb goes up, then that's going to uh, be able to observe things which... You know, well, we can only speculate. It's going to see further than human beings have ever, ever been able to see before. Um, and it, and this kind of experiment, this kind of activity, observation, raises the question perennially: Why haven't we heard? You know, why yeah. why why haven't we found people? We've, we we now we've found planets which we think maybe possibly life could live on that planet. Mm-hmm. And we know that there are millions of these planets. Reasonable estimates tell us. Um, And even if you said, well, well, maybe there's a few hundred thousand that could support intelligent, complex, highly developed life Mm. like human life, why, why haven't we heard from them? I don't. Do you you think about this? Well, that's the that's the big difference, isn't it? The fact that. Uh, as a real stark contrast between what one might call microbial life, very simple organisms, very yeah. simple life forms, yeah. versus uh, a being that is capable of communication with us across galaxies and across different planets. It's, yeah. it's, it's such an immense uh, contrast. And, yeah. and on that subject of communication, um, I, I read the other week about, is it the, the, the golden record? The yeah. um the oh, yes. on the on the Voyager spacecraft Voyager, yeah. they've they've yeah. sent the little golden disc of all the <laughs> yes. Im- images of yeah. of humankind on it and that must be uh, well it's obviously a very um, amazing thing to to have uh, put out there but if if you if you were an intelligent being yeah. and you saw this golden record and this yeah. image of all of the yeah. uh, what we the, the 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 image that we want to portray of human life on this planet yeah. is yeah. it's 
quite a stark contrast to what's actually yeah. going on because we're, we're we're arguing and we're, we're arguing. There's <laughs> the huge divides in the world, and it's mm. all and it's all going going uh, going pear shaped by the sounds of it. But mm. this uh, well, to be fair, it's always gone pear shaped. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a long history of pear shaped living. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yes, but, I, I imagine the aliens capturing the craft, you know, uh, towing the craft into a spaceship yeah. and going, "Good grief, they still use LPs." It's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> rather heavy and practical LP. Yeah. Along a similar line, I'm sort of thinking about that if aliens did contact us... No, that's not what I was going to say. What I was going to say is that if... Um, the reason why I think we haven't heard is that on this planet, there's huge numbers of species which are sh- showing, demonstrating intelligent life. Yes. We talk about crows a lot. Yes, yeah. Right? yeah. There's... there's there's monkeys, there's chimpanzees, yes. there's everything. Crows. Did you, yeah. say, did you say crows? I then? did, yes. <laughs> yeah. We do. We do talk about crows a lot. Yes, yeah. it's one of my favourite subjects. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, they, Not just crows, corvids of all kinds. Uh, yeah, yes. absolutely. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, other birds are available. <laughs> <laughs> but we talk, you know, and dolphins, and, you know, there's the whole th- so long and thanks for all the fish thing. There's, yeah. there's one species out of all the species on Earth which produces radio waves that go out into space. Yeah. And that's us. Yeah. Right? And if you look at, we've had rad- the, the ability to do radio waves out into space for what, 50 years, 60 years, bit more years, than that, 100 years. Yeah, so but in more, our more lifetime, than 100 years, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's not. It's not very long in the in the span of the universe or in the yeah. span of our lifetime. Yeah. It's very, very recent. Yeah. And what we're doing now, we've talked about the Voyager record, what, but what we're doing now as a species, if you actually look at what's going out on our radio waves uh, on the hour every hour, yeah. which is the news, what the, the big topics of conversation are, how can we divide ourselves? Mm. How can we put a wall between countries how mm. can we break away from mm. a from a, a, a unity <laughs> of countries that's the where we are as a species a hundred well, years a hundred years or so into but j- just hear me out, okay right? all right there's obviously there's lots and lots of us who aren't thinking like that there's lots and lots yeah. of us who want to be together who yeah. want to think of ourselves as one planet in in this mm. um amazing universe that we find ourselves in yes but the money and the talk at the top is more about how we divide than anything else and if if we are the example we have one example on our so in on our planet of humanity of a species that can communicate using radio waves and all we're doing, well, not all we're doing, but the large majority of what we're doing right now is dividing ourselves on Earth, then why would we expect alien species on a, another planet to be more intelligent than us, to be more outward-looking than us? Uh, yes. And, yeah. you know, if, if we wanted to go out there into the stars, we'd be doing something about that. Yes. Rather than talking about doing yes. low-Earth orbit space, yes. we'd be talking about going out into the stars. But we're not. We're not yes. looking for that solution. Yes. It is really, really hard. Yes. That's the other reason. Why. Well, I mean, this is get, this gets heavy now. Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 not at all. No, well, well I was going to say, what I'm about to say kind of, kind, okay. of, kind of gets heavy or you know, takes that, that, that on because I guess it is in our nature... Uh, the, the struggle that we've been having, as you look back, is overcoming um, our basest instincts. You know, as as animals that have to fight for their survival, 
all we do is we go, are you my enemy or my friend? Are yeah. you my enemy or my friend? You know, uh, you're taking my food. I'm going to have to fight you for it. So, and it's only as civilization grows and becomes more and more sophisticated that we learn to cooperate in a spectacular fashion. Mm. And you have to say, my goodness, you know, in a, in a f- few short centuries, human beings have gone from, from that mm. to... Um, you know, talking about philosophy, you know, making radio programs, yeah. uh, sending uh, spaceships uh, to the far reaches of, of, of uh, you know, out, actually out of our own solar system mm-hmm. and so on and so on. And, and um, you know, we, we've achieved amazing things, but we're still at war with our basest yeah. instincts. And maybe what you're getting at is, well, may, maybe uh, if, if we don't succeed... What happens is we blow each other up. Yeah. Well, that's part of the Drake equation, isn't it? That yeah. We, that you get to it. It's it's so just say what the Drake equation is. So the, the Drake I don't need you to quote it. No. What is it? The Drake equation is the way that we estimate how many, from a scientific point of view, how many alien species there might be out there in the galaxy. Yeah. And um, it, it takes a series of... Uh, factors that you multiply together to work out how many it is. One of them is how many civilizations, once they've reached the technological capability of radio waves, then blows themselves up. Mm. And the question is, will we get past that? Mm. Will, will, will we get past the point mm. of uh, being technologically savvy enough to do radio waves and um, socially savvy enough to look after each other you're listening to love and science on bcfm radio yes you're listening to uh, love and science as we've you've just been told twice now in the last few <laughs> seconds um and we're looking at science in the news and science behind the news and um uh, if you're wondering what's been happening uh in the united states in regard to uh, science we've, we've obviously been very concerned about uh, as poor people who work for the government who just aren't getting pay checks. Uh, apparently the president has to, in, in, under the American system, has to uh, sign a bill to say, yes, we can run the government again. And he won't uh, because he wants included in the package of what government is going to do uh, in the next uh, session is that uh, they're going to uh, pay Uh, lots and lots of money for his border wall and because he can't get the border wall he's not signing uh, what he needs to sign so that government can be open so um, the question is what's going to happen next in the meantime uh, people aren't getting paid and that includes our friends at NASA and uh, lots and lots of uh, lots of other people as as well um, you know when he was doing his rallies before and he shouted, who's going to pay for the wall? And everyone shouted back, uh, we are, I, I hope. <laughs> uh, I really hope what we'll do is shut the government down to, in order to force them to fund this. That's what they shouted back. Uh, it's, it's bizarre, isn't it? It's it, bizarre. Is, it is bizarre and it's very, very sad. Uh, but um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's hitting uh, scientific research. Uh, it's just a, our own particular take on this. We're not uh, unmindful of the widespread uh, stress and uh, anxiety that it's creating for people not 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 getting paychecks. Um, but our particular bag is uh, is science. Um, the National uh, Science Foundation, responsible for doing nearly eight billion dollars in research funds each year has stopped awarding grants has cancelled review panels with outside scientists that are part of the process 
uh, and um, they gave uh, uh, apparently 42 million dollars in grants from january the first last year through to january the 8th but this year nothing mm. absolutely nothing that means that research into well uh, there's not not just what we call blue sky thinking but research into uh, drugs into um, uh, medical conditions uh, trying to uh, deal with very serious human suffering it's all all gone by the board at the moment and a few weeks uh, can mean um, a huge difference. And I guess it, it, in some cases it means people have to give up. Yeah. They actually have to give up their jobs and go and do yeah. something else. And obviously if you're a scientist and you're collecting data and your data is time-sensitive, uh, yeah. time then you just... That's it. You've lost your data. You? Yeah. Mm. It, it can actually wreck, uh, yeah, wreck an experiment. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Um, and I was because it was when they did the New Horizons going past Ultima Thule um, last last week. That was yeah. covered by NASA um, social media and NASA, t NASA TV. And th there was a story that that wasn't going to happen because they weren't in work because uh, they weren't being paid to do it. So there was nobody to man the, so the social media things. There was nobody to, to do the TV side of things. And um, they found a way of getting around that by saying uh, that they'd been paid previously and this was out of the past run of money that had come out. But it, I, I, I wonder whether if something that high profile there's something that's that much of a win for the government to yeah. be able to say look what we're doing on this amazing science front whether that was happening now whether that actually might force their hand a little bit and it's these the, the smaller things from a pr point of view it's a harder story to say i mean i guess it's not maybe this one particularly but the, the national parks are not being properly looked after at the moment yeah and I, I don't know. It'd be interesting to know actually how that will have what matters most to the to the voting public. Well, I guess it's when it begins to touch you and affect yeah. you and people that you know and people that you care about, doesn't it? It's interesting because I I watch. You know, I'm a bit of a Trump watcher. My, uh, my partner mm -hmm. Becky is a is a very serious Trump watcher. It's one of one of, one of her hobbies. She knows a, <laughs> a huge amount uh, uh, about this. Uh, not because she's a supporter of Trump. She's exactly the opposite. Um, but we've been watching uh, the um, uh, the polls, and his numbers are just falling and falling. Okay. And it must be because people go, well, you know, I, I mean, I think this guy does what he says, and he's standing up to these Democrats. And, but I'm for, but my friend is going bankrupt yeah. next door, yeah. you know. And so people are going, I don't think he's doing a very good job. I don't like what he's doing. Hmm. Um, so I, I think he is eroding his base. For Trump, of course, this is not really part of our remit, but it's never stopped us before speculating. <laughs> um, I guess that the one thing that... that um, appeals to his ego and also makes him think he's got some kind of a chance of uh, um, uh, holding political power, is he appeals to his base. Yeah. And if he can actually see cold, hard figures saying his base are starting to disapprove mm. of what he's doing, mm. then he may well change his mind. Yeah. Then he's got the big problem of how to save face. I mean, Trump, yeah. he's nailed so much of his reputation to this. Yeah.
So he's going to look like he's climbed down and that he isn't very powerful if he gives in. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's not one to compromise. But, they, uh, you know, I know this is a science show, but this kind of psychology, isn't it? Which is science, we get away with that, right? And yeah. I, I was listening to a podcast the other day about about this very topic, <clears throat> and they were saying that um, the the... The only way out of this for him now, because he is so stubborn and he won't just say no. I mean, not many politicians will say, sorry, I made a mistake, but he's probably the last one that ever will, right? Mm. He, he, the only way out of this now is to call a national emergency, not because he thinks that will get the money, but because that will then become a court case. He'll then be able to reopen the government and then they'll be able to have this court case running. So he'll be able to say to his supporters, ah, we're, we're fighting it, we are fighting it, we are doing it in the courts. Yeah, yeah. But the government gets back up and running and that's the, the key to getting yeah, it. Getting it back that's up the way out. Yeah, yeah, it's quite yeah. an interesting yeah. political thing. And It is. It is. Anyway, psychology yeah. is interesting, isn't it? Uh, yes, yeah. it is. And it also um, it, it raises that the, the, there is an interesting science story going on at the at the moment, which uh, we picked up. I think this, the one I'm looking at uh, was carried by The Guardian, I think. Um, it's, uh, the headline is, everybody is biased, including you. <laughs> the, the, there is us. Uh, and it's all about a play uh, which is happening in Newcastle uh, where it's all about a court case and uh, the people taking part in this. It's a completely fictitious court case. Um, and uh, it's, a, it's a, a sexual uh, assault case, a rape case, actually. Uh, but it's fictitious. Uh, the people giving evidence are um, actors, but the jurors are made up of members of the public, I believe, who are taking part in it. And it's all a way for neuroscientists to study how we think. Yeah. And it's, a, it's, a, it's a amazing. Yeah, and it's, it's looking at how... Uh, I think it's something like if, 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 you were to, if you were to look at the case um, on your own... You would have a different opinion to if you uh, looked at the case as as a part of the uh, as a part of the jury and, and yeah. looking at how other people's influences around you can can uh, have a remit on your own decisions and it's very interesting. Yeah, it is. And and sorry, Andrew, you can. No, I just I think it's a fascinating thing to to use theatre in for actual science. That's kind of yeah, that's really fascinating, isn't it? And yeah, the, it, it, yeah. I think it's it, it's a, a, a part of the. Um, political system, which is quite interesting. I don't think we've got it here. I don't know very much about... Pol um, not political, I mean, uh, judicial system. I yeah. don't know an awful lot about it, to be honest, but... Um, there's there's something where you have to have is it do we have to have this here where you have to have a unanimous decision from the jury or is no. it in America? No, you don't have to have a unanimous yeah. decision. But you do have to have to. I think in some cases in America it has to be unanimous. Yes, for, mm. for things. And I've seen that on films. I think that's right. yeah, that's, that's <laughs> right. I've heard it on podcasts. <laughs> and uh, that seems like a really really odd thing because you have to have everybody in the room. Yeah. To to agree, which which kind of in principle sounds okay, but when yeah. they get when they have the first deliberation and they come back and it's something like seven, four and four yes. against, yes, and then they have to persuade the other four of the way or persuade the other seven of yes. the way, then that persuasion doesn't seem to me to be about getting the right answer. No. It's about getting this result that you want yeah. and yeah. getting home early. Yeah, yes. yeah. Mm. Well, uh, it goes to, of course, the, the 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 idea that when we do reasoning, we don't 
always um, do what we call deductive reasoning. Mm. So if I say um, uh, that um, uh, Josh belongs to a class of creatures called humans... Thank you very much. Yeah, I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd just freely give you that. Um, all, all humans need to drink, therefore Josh needs to drink. That's mm. what they call deductive reasoning, yeah. right? But very little of what we do, certainly through court systems and things like that, is deductive. In, that, in other words, there's no sort of absolute cast-iron logic. Mm. You know, you were found um, hiding in the barn with the gun doesn't necessarily prove that you shot the farmer. Yeah, you know, it, you probably you might well have done, and we will suspect you uh, very much of doing it. But maybe you were defending yourself against somebody else, you know, and that might be your story. Um, and uh, so uh, we 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 try and persuade, we argue with each other, we say, well, think about it like this. Does that seem likely that he did that, and so on and so forth? I think it's called abductive reasoning, and um, it's it's it, it's it's a tricky thing. The thing that the neuroscientists are studying here then is how, aside completely from when you can rely totally on logic, what do you do? And and, and they're studying things like um, cognitive bias, Mm -hmm. which is where I look out for evidence to support what I believe to be true. Mm. Yeah, and the great thing is this experiment gives them an opportunity to really examine that and how how, how that arises. So, if you believe, uh, for example, that people with a Birmingham accent are more likely to steal your car, <laughs> you know, say you had some strange view like that, mm. uh, then you would, um, you know, if the person on trial has a Birmingham accent, then, then you're going to think, yeah, then, then it's you're gonna, more likely yeah, that he stole your car. Mm. And then that, you're going yeah. to find the evidence to to fit your to fit your thoughts already aren't you yeah yeah absolutely hey look we're joined rather wonderfully and (laughs) in a very special sense by john ford (laughs) a very special sense yes Yes. yes. i always i always always think so well indeed it's about my needs really isn't it (laughs) (laughs) it's great to see you john don't don't forget uh, stay tuned to the show because after the news john ford is uh, getting bristol home rather wonderfully as he does uh, most weeks and um, he likes to come in here and give us a, a real good Chiding about what we left out of the show. So what do we leave out? Chiding. Of the show? Chiding. Chiding. Is that a scientific name? Or no, I don't. Just, I just a Malcolm. Made, yeah, so it's a Malcolm, Malcolm ranting. A Malcolmism. Yeah. Well, you, you missed out on this day in 2005. The is it the Huggins space probe uh, landed? Huygens. 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 Yeah. Uh, space probe landed on Titan. Saturn's oh, largest moon. Yeah. This day in 2005. The rest oh, is history. Oh, so. And yeah. this day in 1878, the first demonstration of Alexander Graham Bell's telephone at Queen Victoria at her. Osborne, Osborne House Estate on the Isle of Wight. So, uh, if you're making a phone call later, wish you a happy birthday. Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Simple as that. I mean. Indeed. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you very, very much for that. And um, uh, as I said, don't forget to uh, stay tuned to uh, John uh, to uh, BCFM because John Ford's getting uh, Bristol home after this. It has been our pleasure uh, to be with you talking about science in the news and behind the news from Andrew and Josh and me. Goodbye. Have yourselves a very good evening, and don't forget to join us again uh, next week. Science.